welcome to Season 5 of the Jesus, Joy, and Java Podcast. I am so glad you're here, as this will be an exciting season. Is there a woman of the Bible that has impacted your walk with Jesus? I'm looking forward to the next few weeks as we learn about some incredible women who were brave, faithful, and obedient to God's calling. The more we know about these women, the more we will be able to understand God's character. Let's get ready to sit at the feet of Jesus as we get to know some women of the Bible. Welcome to the series on the women of the Bible. Today we will be learning all about the woman at the well. In John chapter 4, verses 3 to 26, we read about a woman from Samaria who went to Jacob's well to gather water. This well was located approximately half mile from her home. In this passage, it does not say what her name is, but I recall that in the series, The Chosen, Jesus called her Fotini, as this was the name that was given to her by the Eastern Orthodox Church. So for this episode, we will call her Fotini. It's important to note that this woman was looked down upon by her own people because of the lifestyle which she lived. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. While most women would meet at the well early in the morning to gather water and chat with other women, the Samaritan woman would go to the well by herself in the middle of the day when it was hot. One day while she was gathering water, Jesus came into her life. The longest one-on-one conversation Jesus had with someone in the Bible was with a woman, and that woman just happens to be Fotini. She went to the well to draw water, and Jesus was waiting there. So let's read about this beautiful encounter in John chapter 4, verses 3 to 26. This is from the New King James Version. He left Judea and departed again to Galilee, but he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. 
but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us these things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. So let's talk about Fotini's reputation. We know that she was ostracized and marked as immoral because she was an unmarried woman living openly with the sixth in a series of men. Notice that in verse 16, Jesus says, Go call your husband. Jesus did not accuse her or try to embarrass her or call her out. He was only trying to show her that he was the Messiah. Even though Jesus is omniscient, meaning all-knowing, remember we learned about this in season 4? He just wanted to make sure that she felt accepted despite of her lifestyle. There are two women in the Bible that I can relate to the most, and they are Fotini and Mary of Bethany. Mary of Bethany is the woman who poured the finest perfume on Jesus' feet. She's also known as the woman with the alabaster box. I can relate to Fotini the most because from my 20s to mid-30s, I lived with men whom I was not married to. I lived with one of them for approximately seven years until I realized that he was not going to ask me to marry him. One day he even asked me if I would like to have a child with him and not have to get married. It was then that I knew I needed to get out of that relationship. I was 34 years old at that time and my clock was ticking. I did want to have a child, but definitely not out of wedlock. I did think it was perfectly normal to live with a man without being married to him because several of my friends did it. Unlike Fotini, I did not feel judged, and my friends and family supported my lifestyle. It was not until I accepted Christ that I realized I had been living in sin and that my behavior was not pleasing to God. I remember crying for hours because I felt so dirty and ashamed. 
Thankfully, I started to surround myself with godly women who constantly reminded me that Jesus loved me and had already forgiven me. As a new believer, I attended a purity conference at my church. This is where I made a commitment to stay pure until marriage and Praise God, I was able to keep that promise until I married my husband. It was as if God had given me a second chance to do things the right way, God's way. So let's get back to Fotini. What happened after her encounter with Jesus? Well, we see that in chapter 4, in verse 29, she says, Come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? After she met Jesus, Votini told everyone about him. When those who had judged her saw her transformation, they were intrigued, and they also wanted to meet him. Because of Votini's testimony, many lives were transformed. So what can we learn about Votini? This story of the Samaritan woman at the well teaches us that God loves us in spite of our sinful lives. We might feel like we're an outcast, that we don't have any value. We might feel unwanted and ashamed, but God loves us enough to want to have a relationship with us. He desires to know our heart. He wants to care for us, and He sees us as His beautiful daughter. And just as He loves us, we must also show love to everyone, including our enemies. Just as it says in Matthew 5.44, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So the first thing that Fotini did was go and tell everyone about Jesus, even those who had judged her. Because of her boldness to share Jesus, others who were spiritually thirsty like she was came to know him. In John chapter 4, verses 39 to 42, the Samaritans told Fotini, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. You see, I am a firm believer that our testimony is very powerful and that it can lead others to Jesus just by sharing what Jesus has done in our lives. I really didn't know much about Jesus before he came into my life. I heard of him, but I rarely went to church. My dad and my stepmother were not religious, but I did have an aunt who pretty much forced me to do my confirmation and my first Holy Communion. She would drag me with her to those novenas, which are like the rosaries that are prayed to get people out of purgatory. She instilled a fear of God in me, which pulled me away from God instead of drawing me closer to Him. When I met Jesus and I realized that He just wanted a relationship with me and not religious behavior, I felt free. I felt forgiven. And for the first time, I felt unconditional love. So just as Jesus met Fotini at the well, Jesus met me at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar on September 12, 2001. He showed me that he had a purpose for my life, and that was to use me for his glory. 
I find that Fotini's story is very encouraging because it shows us that God loves us no matter what we've done in the past. He has a plan for each of us. He wants to have that personal relationship with us and to satisfy us with his living water to quench our spiritual thirst. Just as Jesus waited for Fotini at the well, he is waiting to have that divine appointment with us. He is patient and will wait until we are ready to get to know him. And when we get to know him, we won't want to stop talking about him. He will transform our heart and renew our minds, just as it says in Romans 12 too. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Sisters, I pray that this episode has encouraged you to want to have a more intimate relationship with Jesus. Remember, it is not about religion. He just wants us to get to know him more. He wants us to fall in love with him and to share all that we know about him. Please join me next Monday as we learn about another woman of the Bible. For this series on the women of the Bible, I would like to recommend a book that will help you cultivate Christ-honoring daily habits and overcome fear and build unwavering faith. This book is titled The Set Apart Woman by Leslie Ludy. Have you ever felt an ache for something more than your Christian walk? Do you long to leave apathy behind and pursue passionate devotion to the one true King? Leslie Ludy presents a powerful, beautiful vision for becoming wholly consecrated to Christ, showing you how to trade unfulfilling distractions for purpose-filled living and exchange confusion and doubt for joy and confidence. I hope that you will join me in reading this book. I have included the link for this book in the show notes and also in the Jesus, Joy, and Java Facebook page. If today's episode has inspired you to grow closer to God through His Word, please share this podcast with a sister friend. Your sharing and caring has allowed the Jesus Joy and Java podcast to rank in the top 30% of the most globally shared podcasts on Spotify. Please continue to help me get God's Word to more women all over the world. And don't forget to follow Jesus Joy and Java on Facebook Instagram, and YouTube. All of the links are in the show notes. May our lives always be filled with more Jesus, more joy, and more Java. See you next week.